the pod. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello, everyone. It's Mel. It's Monty. Um, hope you're well. Thanks for listening into our podcast episode of Show and Tell. Um, now, let's just get straight into it. Let's go. Brittany. It's Brittany, bitch. I'm so conflicted how I feel about poor Brittany. Mate, she's so unwell. She is so unwell. If you don't follow Brittany, which Mel, I know you don't, but I think her stuff keeps popping up in your feed, I'm just in complete shock. Like obviously she's broken up with that guy Sam after six Mm. years and then she had all those guys over at her house and posting of them holding her, posting herself in bed, holding her boobs. But the thing that disturbed me the most was her making an omelette. Did you see her making an omelette, which was scrambled eggs? It wasn't an omelette. I oh, know what happened. It was it was nothing like dramatic, but it just like her cutting up the capsicum and her cutting up the tomato and stuff like that. It was if you've got to try and track it down and watch it. It was so she even chucked in like the top part of the tomato, that little circle oh. bit on the top of the tomato. And I was like, take that bit out, Brit, take that bit out. But she just cut it like it was a it was a how my eleven year old would cut food and then chucked it into the pan and then puts I, I just like as much as it disturbed me seeing her with all the guys, it was the omelet that pushed me over the edge where I'm like, Brittany needs help again. Help big time. Okay. There's a couple things I have to say. One is very stupid and judgmental. Mm. Which is, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get that one right out of the way. Oh, please. When I see the dancing stuff, right? Mm. It always looks to me like in her background, I'm like, she must be a very wealthy woman. Right, obviously, she's got like these three mirrors that look like they're from Kmart for twenty five dollars. Right, like everything yeah. looks like a mess, and I'm like, surely you'd have a nice setup there, or I could afford to have. I'm judging too. I'm shocked at the at the house, like because in the kitchen it showed her her kitchen windows and her kitchen bench and everything, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so deep. Like you've got so much money. And this is what you choose. We're such assholes, but seriously, seriously. It's, it's, yeah, it, that boggles my mind. But also when I see her, one side of me thinks, you know what, if she's happy oh, she's and she feels bad. like if she feels like she's living her best life and doing those dances with, I mean, how low, how low are the undies? I That's just I, I feel like we've talked about this before. We it's, have. She's a Barbie. There's no slit there, clearly. No. But if it makes her happy, mm. good. Yep, you go cares. for it. Dance. But I feel like there's also a point, is anybody looking out for her? No. Is anyone watching out for her? And that husband, I mean, what a surprise. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I can't, like, I'm like, where did the guys come from? Do you know what I mean? Because there's no way she's got any – she doesn't have friends. Like, they're not her buddies. Do you know what I mean? It's like, where well, not have real. you called these men to come in from and not hold real you friends. up? No. It's no. so – it's like we are watching her yeah. tumbling to the shaving head stage again. Like, it, yeah. she's so unwell. And who, yeah, I know. And and who's – no one's – there's no – seems to be no management. That conservatorship was too far. Mm. But they, God, there's got to be someone that actually loves her and cares for her and is like, okay, 
do mm. your videos if they make you happy. That's good. But let's, you know, maybe try and work on, I don't know, your use of exclamation marks. She's an overuser yes. of exclamation marks. Yes. Let's just get the chef to cook your omelette and let's not invite strange men into the house. And let's just, and that's great. That's a great baseline for us there, Brit Brit. I feel like a while ago she wrote that her mum and her had rekindled though. Did you remember reading that? Yeah, I did. And I don't know if that's a good thing. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I'm just like, I cannot stop watching. It is so voyeuristic, isn't it? When you're just like, oh my God, look at it. There's another one. There's another one. Hey, speaking of celebrities, um, did you see that video of Drew Barrymore where she was was talking somewhere and then her stalker walked in? She didn't know that it was, she didn't know that that was the stalker, did she? Because the reaction she had is like she saw this person coming up and she's sort of like, oh, hello, or whatever she says. And then it's when the security guard or whatever came on stage and got her up to walk away, then it was like, okay, something's weird's going on here. So if you haven't seen it, she's on stage being interviewed or something like that, and then Mm. this guy walks right up to the front. He's like, Drew, it's me, da-da-da-da-da. We need to talk. Like he's so delusional. And then he's like the security guards take him away and Drew's taken off stage and then she comes back like five minutes later or so. But I'm like in his mind he literally thinks that he and Drew clearly have some form of relationship that he's like we need to talk. He walks up in front of a crowd like I just – it makes me just scared of how our brains can be. You know what I mean? Like to go, I know Drew Barrymore, even though we've never met. We need to talk. Do you know what it's like on a much, much bigger scale? You know when you're a teenager and you've got the hots for someone, say, right? And you start seeing things like, oh, they might, back in my day it was letter, remember you used to write letters to each other all the time. No texting. Everyone's writing letters. Totally. And you would find something in the letter that you would be like, oh, that's like a little sign or yeah. something or, oh, yeah, he likes that. Or you you overthink an interaction and you're like, oh, hang on, oh, totally. that means whatever. It's like that but on steroids with grown-ups. And yes. they're probably thinking they're watching her on her show and she says something that they relate to and to them that's like some subliminal message. It's so wild. Like imagine having a full-blown stalker like that. Like, oh. It's just, it just, anytime I think of a stalker, I think of the bodyguard. Frank Farmer. It's you that sent him the letters. Okay. We don't need you to We know. No. We know it. No. I know. No. I know. No. Oh, it's so creepy. Okay. So you're like, something happened to me. Um, and I'll tell you about it on the pod. And I'm like, okay, what is it? I'm gagging for it. Whenever Look, you do this, okay. it's good. If you're a, you don't like TMI, maybe skip forward a minute or so. This is something that's probably happened to a lot of women before, but it's never happened to me. Oh. The other day, I went to pull my tampon out and the string broke. Oh, it broke? Never, never happened. I pulled it out and I thought, oh, all of a sudden, it was like I was sitting on the toilet. I pulled it up. It was just the string. Immediately, I I went into panic mode. Right. I was, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I obviously digitally went up there to try and feel. I could feel it. I was, oh, 
oh, shit, I can feel it, but I can't get a grip on it. Oh, no. So, oh, my God, what do I do? So I was – I squatted because oh. I thought obviously that's going to – and I'm like, okay, what do you do when you give birth? So I started oh, literally like, like a bearing down. But the problem was like I had my – I'm so sorry. I had my index finger and my thumb up there oh, trying to get it – well, trying to get a grip on it. Like imagine you're pinching. No, I, I would have gone the two two um, ones, like the nose-picking one and the middle one. Nah, I, I feel like I don't have as much sort of dexterity to be able to get my – because it's in there but it's really hard to get a grip on it mm. because you've got to remember it's sort of inflated oh up there. God. I can't tell you. I reckon it took me a good 10 minutes to get it out. <gasps> And I was like, I don't want to go to the doctor. I, I don't know. want to go to the doctor and get I know. this done. Imagine having that pulled out. Excuse me. That would happen. It would happen all the time. You should have gone and got kitchen tongs. <laughs> oh my god, tongs! I did at one point think tweezers. Oh my thought, god, no. you rip your insides. Nah, because I've got lots of different tweezers. So I've got ones that are like more of a blunt edge, like a rounded oh. edge. And I'm like, oh, maybe I could try that. Anyway, I I I did it. Right. But I thought that. Should not happen. It's, it's very – I've never heard of the string coming off like that. I've heard of them I, going – like the string going up and it getting lost inside people. No. Nah. I've got a whole system with where my string goes to yeah, avoid right. that situation. Ah. But the panic I got – and obviously oh. I was home on my own and I was like, oh, God, what do I do? I was very close to calling my sister and I thought, no, be a big girl. You're 44. Deal with this deal with this. And then that's 10 minutes of like full-on pressure though. If I was really scared. Would have you got to the, before you went to the doctors, would have you got your sister to come around and have a turn? Like what would be your next step if you couldn't oh. get that out? Yeah, probably. Probably. No. Yeah, probably. No. You just said- <laughs> no way. No way. I would not uh, want anyone else yeah. putting their fingers up there to find it. I'd much prefer to go to the doctor's. I would be more inclined. It's so weird, isn't it? I'd be more inclined to let my sister do it than my husband. Isn't that strange? Um, No, I don't think it's strange. And he's actually up there on a regular basis, but it's so different. I went to the um, gynecologist the other week because I'm like, Mm. I think I'm perimenopause. And um, she's like, no, you're not, but you've got PMS, PMDD, so like yeah. an extreme version of PMS because I'm like my moods are just so up and down. I'm so exhausted. So um, and so she all, she gave me a, um, uh, what are they called? A pap smear? Pap smear. Oh, no, so, yeah, no, it wasn't a pap smear actually. Internal but she's like, sort inter- of. Yeah, I want to just give you an internal swab and stuff. Ew, how nasty yeah. is the word swab? Swab's a horrible word. Yeah, because it's always swabbing something nasty. Like, we'll just take a swab of the pu- ugh, the pus or we'll take a swab of, like, your vagina juices or something like that, you know? Like, oh. no, the pus wasn't in that situation. I mean, if somebody's got something nasty going on, that's when you swab it. But I'm like, oh, I've got my period. And she's like, that's okay. Yeah. They, they don't, don't care. care. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so awkward right now. Lucky it was the last day. But I'm like, this is just like I get this is a part of life, but no, no. Yeah, I know. When I went for my pap smear, she was the same. She was like, I said, oh, oh no, I've got my period. She's like, oh, no, that's okay. And I said, oh, no, no, no. It's like day two. You don't mm. want to go there. Look, I've read conflicting things. I read that blood tests and stuff can't actually detect because your hormone levels are so up and down. So yes. one day 
they give you the blood test, it, your levels could be high or mm. where they should be and the other ones, you know. But I do think that we're at the start of it, at the very least at the start of it, because mine now is sort of like coming regularly again, my period, but it's it's different. Like my period used to run for a full week. Yeah, right. Now yes. it's like the first two days it's like, I don't know, Rambo down there and then <laughs> it's like nothing yeah. for a day or two and then there's a bit comes back. I know. it. Cha- it's definitely changed but she like the – she said perimenopause can go for about 10 years too, but she also ran through a checklist and she's like, you don't kind of check off enough of them. But I'm like, yeah, this, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think I am. But she's like, there's this new, it's only been out here for like a year or so that it's, mm. she's like, you're low, a bit low in progesterone. And because I get really okay. bad migraines, yeah. I can't have estrogen because um, it's right. like when there's a spike in estrogen, that's when, you know, it, it increases my migraine. So she's put me on a, um, progesterone pill and she's like this will hopefully level out your mood this these this is like amazing and if this doesn't work there's something else we can try but I'm like I'm into like week three of it and I'm certainly not feeling great and then I got my period again a week later you know because it takes a while to because it's it's like it it is the pill which a lot of them yeah you know I remember reading people going they'll just put you on the pill but I'm like well I have to try something but this is a like a new one, you know how like the yep. mini pill back in the day, which was just pro- progesterone, was really full on. This is apparently yep. like much newer, much better for you. And she's like, it's having great, great results. I'm like, whatever, just give me the That's drugs. Good. How is it when you just get to the point? Whatever, do give me whatever you want. Yeah, do I don't care. Yep. I just and I got uh, emotional in it. She was so beautiful. You know when a doctor really beautiful I just expect doctors to not really have great bedside manner and so when you get one that's awesome and I because when she's like I think this is really really going to help you and I got emotional just because it's hard when you know like when you feel quite out of control of your moods which I know is because of my hormones and I'm like I can't imagine how much better it would be if I just was like just more not so up and down it's it's the and on top of all of that of feeling out of control of yourself and your emotions, it's also then you're riddled with guilt mm. because your your emotional dysregulation is affecting the people that Other you love people. the most as totally. well. Yeah. It's it's horrible. You know, it's funny, it's like, you know, I remember when I used to go to work and I'd walk into work and I was like, Hey everyone, how are you? Did you have a good weekend? Ah, you know, like uh and then I'd be home and I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, I'm actually giving the shittest part of myself to the person who I should be giving the best to. Oh, totally. We all do that though, but it is hard. It, it, we shouldn't do. You know, it's like yeah, we just put on this act for other people. Like yeah, the upness, and then you get home, you're like, oh, now I can just be myself. You assume you assume they're fine with it, and then one day maybe it'll be. I'm not happy anymore. You're like, I'm not. I what, know. You're not happy with the constant abuse. <laughs> How can you not be having fun with this? I know. I know. I'm a catch. Well, speaking of um, families, mm. my family, as you would know, Monty, have actually been overseas for three weeks. Yes. My husband and my kids went mm. to Italy. Yes. And they're back tomorrow and I am very excited to see them. It has been really, God, you know when I dropped him off at the airport yeah, and I you walked were back into the house? Yes. Mate, 
I thought to myself, geez, my whole world really is just wrapped up in these three people. Yeah. Yeah. My happiness, my yes. everything yeah, is totally. just about them. Mm. And quite confronting, isn't it? When you're like, that's my actual whole world right there. Yeah. 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 And it is also, I've always felt really, um, I've always felt sorry for my mum in terms of, you know, like her living on her own since mm. my dad passed away, right? And I, it's not like I was not um, mindful of how difficult it would be living on your own. Mm. But, geez, you know, little things like if I had to get food from the shop or whatever and I'd go to the shop, like shopping mm. for one yeah, is I was like I was just feeling sorry for myself mm. as well mm. as shopping like a fucking five-year-old's birthday party. <laughs> you know what? Why not? I don't shop. What have you lived off for the last three weeks? Do you know the other day? I thank God I did an online order for when they because they're coming home tomorrow. I'm like, you should see my. Oh my God, you should see. I I got to a point there was no cheese. Yeah, right. Just no sliced cheese, and I was like, I can't even make a cheese sandwich. (sighs) But how luxurious for three weeks not to think about anyone else like that like because you were so upset like you were almost inconsolably upset because you didn't want to go on the trip yeah there were a variety of reasons that I couldn't go um but and I was really when my husband brought it up with me my immediate reaction was no yes yeah because I didn't I didn't want to be away from them that long Mm. I said you can go but and then I spoke to my sister about it and she's like I think you're being unreasonable. She's like my person. Yeah. To tell me, you know, like I sort of really, she's my barometer for right and wrong sort Mm. of. And she goes, so you're going to stop them from having this experience because you can't go? Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right. It's been good times for them. But I can't like, yeah, because while during those three weeks while you're away, because you know how you're upset. I'm like, oh, my God, I couldn't fucking think of anything better than having my family gone for three weeks. But it's not true because Sam went away for a weekend and took one only one of the kids. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm lonely. And yeah. that weekend I was speaking to a, um, one of our school mums who's a single mum and mm. I just had so much more compassion for her going, when you are a single parent – or you do live by yourself. You don't. It's it is. It's it's not easy. Like I know a lot of no. people love. Like my sister, for example, loves living alone. Like absolutely yeah. loves it. But I was like, oh, you've been in a marriage where you've both equally been there, and now he's not there anymore. And then sometimes your kids aren't there anymore. You know. And I and I said to her, how are you going? She's like, I'm getting more used to it. But she's yeah. like, it's at night time around dinner time that's where I find it really hard. And I was like, yeah, of course, because you would be used to the chaos of a family and people being around and then that's not there. It would be really quiet and hard. And it's also nothing major, but there's been some health stuff going on. So I haven't really been able to do anything. Right. Right. Yeah. And I even noticed, like when I speak to my mum sometimes and it'll be say five o'clock and I'll say, what are you doing? And she'll go, I'm just in bed. And I'll go, mum, don't, what are you in bed for? Get out of mm. bed. You shouldn't. And she's like, well, what? Like, I'm just resting here. But now I'm like, I actually fucking get it because yeah. what are you going to do? Sit on the couch and be like reminded of how on your own you are. 
It's just, I it just really when it's is. It's not a choice. It's really tough. It's, it is so hard. And it's yeah. hard to motivate yourself to sort of, okay, well, it's good to get up and do something. Yeah, cook dinner for one's really hard. The other day, I fried an egg and I was annoyed because I had to wipe over the gas stove. Oh my God. <laughs> you wouldn't have, I could have just put tea towel over it and not touched it. For three weeks. Oh, God. Well, this is a shout out to all of those um, single parents out there or if you're living solo by choice, you know, if you've gone through a breakup or something like that. We feel you because it ain't easy. All right, guys, we're out of here for the day. Hope that you're well. Make sure you hit us up anytime. Show and tell online is where you can find us. Also to our Patreons or our patrons. I always forget what it's called. Anyway, if you want to get over there and get a membership, it's patreon.com forward slash show and tell online. You get an extra episode every couple of weeks. And, um, yeah, we'll see you soon. Tutti frutti. Bye.